today on City Cash Chicago. Growing up, Auburn Gresham was home. It's where my great-grandmother Wilder and grandfather Carl settled down after migrating from the South. It's where my mom spent her childhood. It's the first place I ever went to school and where I met most of my lifelong best friends. So I'm going to take a stroll down memory lane and I'll give you some spots to check out along the way. It's Thursday, October 6th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. We are here on this fine morning, fine fall morning here in Gresham. Uh, I am here with our wonderful host, Jacoby Cochran. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you knew you were going to hear him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, and, and, and you know, I'm the one who's, who's starting us off here because, um, Jacoby, this is the neighborhood that you grew up in and you're taking us around for our neighborhood guide series. Um, so thanks for, uh, for coming out with me. Oh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this. But Auburn Gresham really is um, the place that when I think about Chicago, it's the first neighborhood, the first community area that comes to mind. It was the neighborhood that my mother was raised in. It was the neighborhood that uh, my grandparents uh, moved in in 1966. My grandmother lived on 87th and Sangamon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my elementary school, St. Atherita, is on 87th and Polina. What was it like uh, as, a, as a kid, as a young person in this neighborhood? Because Auburn Gresham, uh, by the time I was growing up, was 98% black folks, the majority of my Chicago land experience was just living around black folks in a bungalow neighborhood. When immigrants came to this neighborhood in the early 1900s, they built up a lot of these sustainable bungalows, um, the, these really beautiful houses. And so for me, I got to grow up around a lot of, you know, black home ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my, I, I knew a lot of families that had been on their block for like decades and decades. My mom always talked about, you know, the Fosters or the Goldens, the, these families that she had lived by her entire life. And so it was a very interconnected community. And it also felt very sustainable. Right. You know, my my parents shopped at like the Jewels or on 95th Street or they shopped at the Pete's on 87th Street. You know, we had candy stores and ice cream stores as kids. We you know, we would ride our bike from. 87th and Vincennes to, you know, 95th and Longwood. And we could just ride through the neighborhood. And because I I went to school in Gresham, I always, you know, just felt so home in this neighborhood. And so Gresham was always home base for me. What are the the misconceptions um, do you think Chicagoans have about Gresham? Gresham is the story of Chicago segregation, right? A lot of restricted covenants kept black folks out of Gresham prior to the 1950s, especially. And so, like, around the time my grandparents are coming here, you know, in 1960, Gresham was 96% white and by 1970, Gresham was 69% black. Wow. So that's that's really yeah, short. 10 it's a years, really short period of time. Right. And so the white flight that took place in Gresham, you you saw the closure of a lot of businesses. You saw a lot of income pulled out of Gresham. And so it's been a story of disinvestment for 50 years. And so the disinvestment uh, leads people to think that like Gresham is a place that people want to leave. Hmm. That it's a place that you that isn't sustainable. It's a place that you can't you can't raise a family or you can't, you know, move in and help build up the community. And, and, and that's just not true. 
what do you think uh, distinguishes Auburn Gresham from some of these other South Side neighborhoods? Just the amount of homes, like residential areas that live in here. You know, I was listening to um, 77 Flavors when they came to Auburn Gresham with Dilla. And Dilla is a long-term Gresham resident. And he just talked about how in places like Bronzeville and, and over in Douglas, you don't see as many homes because in places where the black belt existed and black folks were, were forced to live in neighborhoods, they weren't allowed to build these types of homes. You see a lot denser housing. It, it, Three flats, four flats, also apartment buildings. Exactly. Uh, of course, former public housing as well. Mm-hmm. And so most of the black folks that live in, in places like Chatham and Auburn Gresham, they're like second or third generation homeowners but these bungalows are amazing my grandparents home when i was a kid was like so uh unassuming on the outside and then you go in and they have an attic and a full basement and a the ability to like raise your family comfortably in this neighborhood um was just such a critical um honestly oversight in my life i was very privileged i think um to 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 grow up in this neighborhood um around, around such like sustained relationships Hmm. when you were growing up you know was there a sense that there were a lot of sort of like local businesses businesses owned by people who live here i remember like going into the heralds and it was black owned i remember the candy store on like 91st and ashland being black owned you know There, there were a couple you know like beauty shops you can go into and the people behind the counter and the people who own the spot was black and like barbershops and and there's a pet store on 86th and Ashland called Golden's Tropical World and it's been there my entire life and that business has been a staple as this neighborhood has changed because when you ask my mom she'll tell you she'll say you know the the H&H restaurant is closed and Jimmy's record store is closed and and the rink's not there anymore and Reese's lounge is closed but as a kid, you didn't really recognize it when sure. there were places like Golden's Tropical World right there. I'm curious what you think, kind of what it would be like to be a young person growing up here now in 2022. For, you know, decades and decades, people were leaving this neighborhood. But I, I want to say that, that that is starting um, to bounce back. And so the Greater Auburn Gresham Development Corporation, which is they they have a grand opening um in November for their healthy lifestyle hub. They're bringing like a health and wellness center um, that will have offices for like the Boys and Girls Club, uh, be a business incubator, um, we'll we'll, we'll have community spaces in there. Like it's hard to see the change over in the neighborhood, but it, it gives me hope when again, I see, you know, Eat and Run is still there. Santa Therita is still there. Golden's is still there. You know, this this mural that that kind of greets you before you get to Halstead um, reminds you of like what is possible in this neighborhood. And this place is so close to home. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. 
I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. So if, if people are coming down here, if people are visiting Gresham, um, give us the list. What are some things to, to eat, see, and do? Where mm -hmm. are we starting? I'm going to start with a couple of things to see. Uh, and first, I'm going to bring people back here to the Auburn Park Lagoon. It's been very quiet in the time that we've been sitting here. Um, but you also got like Foster Park. Um, which, uh, you know, during its good months has an indoor pool. It's a real safe haven for people during the summer. And the Auburn Gresham is right on the edge of the Dan Ryan Woods. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's nowhere near the amount of green space that, that you want for the neighborhood. And I think there are more opportunities to like build that out in the community, you know, between Auburn Park, between Foster Park and between the Dan Ryan Woods, there are opportunities and places for you to get out, you know, have a picnic, uh, go fishing, go jogging, go dog walking. Um, and I think that's really cool. Um, another thing people have to see when they come to the neighborhood uh, is the Great Wall of Chicago. Yes. Where is this? It is on 87th and Vincennes. And it's along like a like a train viaduct. Yeah. Um, so it's like a metro line that runs over it. Uh, but it's this long mural that was uh, that was done by multiple people. It's um, really, really long. It's really long and it's really beautiful. And it and it, it's really a highlight of black Chicago. Uh, uh, and and Ramon Static, who is one of the lead muralists on the project, you know, he always talks about like portraying black people in this joy, in this beauty, in this complexity. Um, and, and, and really, as you move across the mural, not only do you see historical figures, but you actually see people who lived in the neighborhood. And what's I think what's so compelling about this mural is it really is a lot of folks from Gresham, people who run businesses or people who um, work in the community, which you don't always get to see those like real faces on the mural, like on, on a big wall like that, uh, you know, kind of kind of greeting you as you come into come into the neighborhood. Facts. All right. So those are some things to see. Uh, what else you got on your list for things people got to got to come do here? Um, a, a place to check out is the MLK Center. It's the skating rink and, and the bowling alley. Well, you know, small little arcade game over on uh, 76th Street. Um, and, and MLK doesn't have like the biggest skating rink floor in the Chicago land area, but the MLK Center has been there now um, for at least a decade and a half, um, over a decade for sure. Um, and they always promote themselves as like the best place to have a birthday party. And I'm going to agree, man, skating rinks are just they're dynamic places to be. They tire you out. I think they're very low cost um, in terms of like admission. You know, you pay somewhere between like five and ten dollars to go out in there and sweat yourself out for like two three hours you're gonna get some of the best sleep of your life afterwards and you're just gonna like again fill up on things like hot dogs it's a it's a perfect i gotta spot. say jacoby we, we we have to go so i have not been into a <laughs> rink as an adult i i think once since i since i became an adult and 
to hear you talk about it, to he- to see like photos of it and to see like, uh, like videos of people skating here, like that is something it's, it's very much something I really, really, really want to do. We just like been teasing, I think. I know. I, I feel like <laughs> listeners are waiting for us to get our skates on and go. We can move on to some things to eat because I have a nice, I think a decent size list. I'm really excited for, for this. things to eat. I because I this is always th- to me this is the biggest question when it comes to a neighborhood is where <laughs> am I getting lunch? Where am I getting coffee? Where like that's that to me is the biggest question mm-hmm. when I exit my neighborhood. <laughs> a lot of these selections, you know, like any good thing in Chicago, people uh, people are con- con- uh, contentious about. Mm. Right? They, there's a lot of. Um, you know, allegiance when it comes to things like where you get your jerk from, where you get what heralds do you go to, mm-hmm. what heralds do you call number one or whatever, where you getting your hoagie from. And I think Auburn Gresham has a good, you know, a, a decent selection um, of like, you know, like hood restaurants. Right. Like we we don't have, you know, that many places to like sit down and maybe get like a, you know, multi-course meal. Um, but, but Auburn Gresham definitely is a is a staple for for some hood classics. Um, and, and so one is not too far from us. And that's Jerk Villa on 79th and Union. And some people, you know, like, you know, the Jerk Villa in South Loop don't don't get it. Got as much love. Is, oh, is so it's a different, a different location. That, I think they got a different one. It might be the same owners, but the Jerk Villa on 79th Street, you know, again, you know, if you, you catch them on a bad day, you might feel a certain way. And and the line is typically one you got to wait for. But, you know, a, a, a simple jerk chicken plate, you know, at the right time of the day is going to hit for you. They're currently in the process of renovating it and making their space a little bit larger. Uh, but you can still get takeout orders. You can still go in and stand in that line. Um, but that, that's definitely a place that when people rate some of their higher uh, Jamaican uh, Caribbean spots in Chicago, um, which, you know, uh, there are a lot to choose from. Uh, Jerk Villa typically seems to, to get recognized from, from real mugs. All right. Um, a, a classic is Maxwell's. Maxwell's is a like 24 hour joint at, okay. at most spots. I'm not sure if all of them are 24 hours. And, and Maxwell's serves like a burger with like extra onions. It's like <laughs> extra, extra. Are they onions. grilled? Yeah. Okay. And and they also got you know your 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 polar sausage and hot dogs and things like that. But Maxwell's just like a they gonna always be there for you. They gonna always be open. You can always get some at any point in the day, even if a pork chop sandwich is is, is what's in your favor. And the one on eighty six in Ashland, I think Auburn Gresham might got three. You couldn't drive uh, that far without bumping into another Maxwell's coming up. Okay. Um. And then this one is one. That you know, people gonna feel how they feel about it. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. But recently, people were you know we did an air episode on Harold's. Yep. Right. Uh, people are always talking about what their favorite Harold's is, their least favorite, and one Harold's that typically gets a lot of love is the Harold's on on 87th, right off the Dan Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because my grandmother stayed off 87th and Sangamon, the Harold's right there. Uh, on right off of 87th and Sangamon, uh, not too far from like the Sharks and the exclusive where everybody go to get, you know, shoes and get clothes. That was my numero uno heralds coming up. <laughs> and so going over to the one on the Dan Ryan just wasn't necessary. And the line was typically <laughs> longer. But the one right off of Sangamon has always been there. And for me, has has has, has, has never really done me wrong. And so that... Eight piece fry hard with extra mouth sauce, please, if you can, you know, on the chicken and on the fries, I'd be we, happy with that. We talked about this in the Herald's episode yeah. that you have a somewhat high maintenance 
They know how people <laughs> like their chicken made, right? Most people get it fried hard. Most people ask for extra mild sauce. And then, you know, some heralds don't put it on the fries and the chicken. And so I'm just asking if you could do it, if you don't <laughs> mind. And if that's extra, you know, I, I, I know that. Just 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 ring it up. Uh, do what it's gonna do. A lot a lot of these 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 places that you've mentioned are, you know, have multiple locations mm-hmm. and you've sort of mentioned that people kind of have allegiances yeah. to, to one or the other. I mean like how intense how intense are those allegiances and how intense are those conversations when like when you're trying to try to prove that yours is the best? I mean, how serious is Oh, this? I mean, you could get roasted for show. I think there is a lot of questioning people's like Chicagoness hmm. or like their like who's really from here, who can really speak for this place. And I don't really participate in that because like coming up in the city, like we didn't we didn't have or at least I, me and my siblings, our, our Chicago was you know, the gardens to 59th Street. We didn't know how big this city was. We didn't know that there was more than than Harold's and Eat and Run and, and the Hoagie Place. But like, you know, I'm, I'm never going to participate in the like, you know, uh, you ain't really from here. You can't really speak for it. Like, nah, man, like, like eat what you eat, what you like. And, and for some people, that connection is really about where you was raised and who you was raised around. So if I like to get my flame hots and cheese from like the corner store on, on 91st Street, then like, Leave me alone. Well, Jacoby, thanks so much for uh, giving me the giving me the lowdown, giving me the tour. Thanks for coming down here. Thank you for moderating this uh, <laughs> kind of walk down memory lane for me. Of course, of course. Remember, we're looking for more people to tour their neighborhoods with us. If you're interested, reach out to CityCast Chicago at 773-780-0246. Leave your name, your neighborhood, and some spots on your own personal guide. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. While the Red Stars prepare for their playoff match against San Diego next week, the team's owner, Arwen Whistler, announced he's stepping down from all team-related activities immediately. This comes after a report in the league-wide abuse found Whistler didn't take allegations against the Red Stars' former coach seriously. Tyson Foods is the latest corporation to wave bye to Chicago as the company says they're moving operations to Arkansas. And some good news to get you through. Chicago's first ever citywide karaoke competition kicks off this Sunday. And over the next couple weeks, we'll touch 18 bars. Yes, Lincoln Lodge, Simone's, Uptown Lounge, Mini Club, and Auburn Gresham. For more info and a full list of participating bars, check the link in the show notes. As always, we appreciate you for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. I'm going to be here same place, same time tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Peace. Uh, if you're listening on CTA right now, touch the person next to you. Hey, hey, hey you, you good, you good. Go on, touch them. Say these words. Have you ever heard of CityCast Chicago? If they stare at you blankly, here's your opportunity. Jump on it. You could do it. <laughs> no, we can't do that.